From Tally to Cali, it's time to wake up. Warchant.com is your ultimate seminal sports source. And this is Wake Up Warchant, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. One more corner pocket. Now here's Warchant.com's ass on Hunch of Andy and Corey Clark. Wake up! What is up, everybody? It's Wake Up War Champ presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Coming up on today's show, mailbag, your questions. What Florida State players have the greatest impact at the pro level the last 30 years? What if Joe Maurer edition? And a bunch of wedding-related questions for Corey as he heads to marital bliss this weekend. Wake Up War Champ presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Tallahassee, Florida, 2475 Appalachian Parkway, cptallybar.com on the internet. QR code readily available on your screen always. Hit it. Goes right to the website. Thursday's lunch special, cheesesteak sandwich, chicken or steak. The photo's got those curly fries, so I can't imagine any other side dish you would want, but there's plenty of other options. All that for only $8.99 at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Come hang out Saturday night at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill as well. Social, uh, convival, uh, it'll be fun times, I'm sure, uh, if you're in town. We can pretend it's like a football game. There might be something cool to watch on the television. Who knows? Mm. Always something cool to watch, listen to, read over on Warchant.com, the ultimate semi sports source. Won't you hit a five-star rating and review and a, and a thumbs up and all that sort of stuff that validates us and our quote-unquote hard work? Uh, no one works harder in the game than Irish O'Fell, but if we can't have Irish O'Fell on the show, at least we got Corey Clark all the time. Corey, what's up, Yikes. man? Yikes. What does that even mean? <laughs> at least, at, at the very least, Corey Clark is here. Instead of flipping Ira. It's, it's going well, man. I did want to say, I don't remember if I said this uh, before, but, uh, you know, Bill owns the uh, the tap room downstairs, the it's Seventh back. Hill tap room underneath Corner Pocket. And every, like, when they do the UFC pay-per-view stuff, that's your place. That's your place you want to go to on a Saturday night to watch the UFC uh, pay-per-view. They're going to they're gonna have that in there every Saturday night. They've done it, like, three, three times in a row now. I was down there the last time, a couple weekends ago. It was a pretty good crowd for the whatever the main. I'm not into UFC, folks, yeah. but I went down there and watched the main event. It lasted seven minutes, but whatever. That's the sport. Uh, but, yeah, go down there. Instead of paying whatever, $70 at your home, it's like a 10 or $15 cover fee. You get in, you watch all the UFC you want. And they have their own menu down there of really good food. So, Seventh Hills Tap Room as well. All right. We've got plenty of questions, a lot about conference realignment, a lot of wedding-related questions. Mm. We'll save those maybe for the back half of the show. Let's dive into one of these uh, from the jump. S. Quinn, 67. Wake up. Big week for Warchant, especially for a week in February, March. Hope everyone has their game day face on and are ready to get this event pushed across the goal line, if you will. Corey, congrats on the wedding this weekend. Hope you have a fantastic marriage. Thank you. I appreciate that, S. Quinn. A lot of that, lot of that today, Corey, so... Be accept the uh, embrace okay, the the warm wishes. Just to get your thoughts on something else, I have a question. Which former Noel do you think has been the most impactful at the professional level in the past thirty years? Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. Have a great week, go Noel's S Quinn sixty seven class of ninety three. He's got his tickets booked to Ireland, which by the way, you two can do it as well, folks. Uh, Seminoles to Ireland.com or you go to the uh, Seminoles.com website itself. You can buy tickets to Ireland, Dublin, opener, August 24th. Do it. All right. Um, it's Buster far and away baseball, right? Yes. Last yep. 30 years. Yep. Yep. NBA? <clears throat> NBA, I would say. 
T-Man Sam- coming for you. T-Man coming for you, Sam Cassell. I was going to say, it's Sam Cassell right now. Um, he had a long career. He won a couple of titles right away. I think his rookie in his second year in the league, he won titles. And was an important part of that, those Rockets teams. And played for the next, I don't know, man, 12 years? I mean, he was in the league forever. And he's still been his assistant coach. So I would say Sam Cassell in the NBA. And then uh, NFL. Good luck. I I mean, I'd say, I, I guess, Dion. So 30 years ago, back to what, 94? 94 is when he won the MVP, the defensive MVP, or player of the year, whatever they called it back then. His one year with the 49ers, where he was incredible, and they won the Super Bowl. Um, So, yeah, I mean, who? Walter Jones? I would say maybe D. Brooks, just because it it was the whole, his whole entire career went throughout the, you know, it it spanned within that 30 year window. There was parts of Dion that weren't included in the last 30 years, but he's still, you know, a contemporary, but it's hard to argue against Dion. But if not, I would say D Brooks because Walter Jones probably is the best tackle, but I feel like that's not a discussion that pops off a lot. Like who's the best offensive lineman? You know, it just seems like Derek Brooks was the, you know, Derek Brooks helped revolutionize the way you could play defense in the NFL by how athletic he was and how successful that Tampa two defense was because of him. He's, he's definitely one of the best linebackers, maybe the best outside linebacker that ever lives. But when you cut, when you just say the word linebacker, I don't know that Derek Brooks is the, and he should be, especially is for Florida state fans, the first person people think of, because, you know, when you say cornerback in the history of the sport, the first image you get is Dion. Mm. So that I just think his name still resonates uh, a little more uh, than and will always not not again. Derek Brooks is an all time all time great. I just think Dion, just that name, Dion. You don't even need his last name. I just think that still resonates uh, in a way. He had a he had a huge impact in, in the NFL. And uh, hey, he got Bo- he got that team in Boulder to four wins this year. <laughs> so he's he's doing it at the college level too, gang. Uh, Gator Kirk, wake up. Congratulations to Corey on your pending nuptials. Mm, thank you, Gator Kirk. What has been your favorite moment covering Florida State post-2020? Go Knowles. Hmm. Hmm. The win in Death Valley was really cool. That was pretty sweet. Um, Charlotte yeah, was pretty awesome, Yeah, but you weren't there for that one. It's got to be one you were at. I was in Death Valley this past year. What are you talking about? We were all there. Oh yeah, you were, but you weren't in the press box, right? Right, I was on the oh, field. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so that would resonate even more with you. I was yeah, sorry. Hey, out of sight, out of mind, right? You weren't next to me, so you Clearly. might as well have been in Tallahassee. Clearly. Um, yeah, that's a good one. It's just the noon game. I didn't like. It's yeah. just a noon game that it kind of took some of the special away from it. You know, the first thing that came to my mind is the Florida game twenty-two. Yeah. Yep. Even more so than LSU. Um, in twenty in twenty three, I mean, those are the two I think. But the twenty two Florida game, um, it was a Friday night. They had just what was that? Their sixth win in a row or fifth win in a row. They finally beat their rivals again. The next morning, we were doing the keg stand thing at Corner Pocket. Um, just that whole it was Thanksgiving weekend. Th- that whole like twenty four forty eight hour uh, time period where you're like, you know what, Jordan Travis is awesome. This team is on the rise. They do have a f- chance to finish with 10 wins and a top 15 or 10 ranking. That was kind of uh, – that was the moment where it really kind of sunk in, that, okay, we are covering a good program again. 
I know they didn't play great defensively against Florida, but that was a good win, a big win, and that that's when it it it, it cemented a good year. Mm-hmm. And it had been literally, man, I don't know since 2016 that Florida State fans had felt good at the end of the season. And then no in 2022 finally Florida State fans felt good again at the end of the season. So that one still will always resonate with me. There's so many, which is crazy to think yeah. about. Um, you know, those wins in you know, New Orleans, 22, yeah. just the that whole entire weekend, you know, if we're going to include not just singular moments, but like whatever the name of that bar was, Howlin' Howlin' Wolf. Does that mm. sound right? Sure. Whatever the dead dog. I mean, yeah, that, that was awesome. I still have that bottle of Eagle Ridge 10-year bourbon unopened on my credenza and i i need to remember the the young man who gave it to me and i i I forgot his name but that guy's still my hero like that that weekend was incredible uh i got to go check out dublin ireland and scout it out for you folks that's Mm. kind of covering florida state post 2020 so i'm i'm almost as indebted to to mike norvell as you a little bit were to uh jimbo fisher for those good runs in 13 yeah man it's been fun it's been fun that was uh we were in the dark days there for a long time we were mired and uh yeah these last couple years have been a lot of fun yeah, I mean, again, think about what they did to Miami in Miami in 22. That's up there as well. So, um, or no, wait. Yeah, 22 yeah, is yeah, down in Miami. Right. Yeah. Null for life, class of 2007. Wake up. I've got a bone to pick with Corey. Uh-oh. Worst take possibly in wake up war chant history a few weeks ago. Uh-oh. Major pain, blank man, all-time classics. <laughs> To say they were not good is flat out wrong. Corey should be right. required to take a Cersei Lannister style walk of shame down Tennessee Street to atone for his blasphemy. Mm. Uh, seriously, though, Corey, congrats to you and Stephanie on your wedding. I wish you both many years of happiness. Thank you both uh, to you and Aslan for getting us through the slog of the offseason. You know, so the people that don't know that those two movies start uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say it again. Unfortunate movies uh, start Damon Wayans. And Damon Wayans became he was a, he was a stand up comedian and became a star on In Living Color along with his brother Keenan who created it and Jim Carrey who was the who was the breakout star, and it's like man, on that show in my opinion I, I just thought Damon Wayans was so much funnier than anybody else on that show, and he just either had a bad agent or had a bad script reader or just chose the wrong projects because it's like. You know, Damon Wayans has had a fine career. He's a multimillionaire. He's been on these cheesy sitcoms. But, man, he was he was a bigger deal than Jim Carrey. And then Jim, but what if he'd have done Ace Ventura? Or if he'd yeah. have done, uh, instead of Blank Man, he was doing uh, The Mask. The Mask, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and so that I just always wonder about that. I, you know, I'm sure he's, I don't know, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't speak for him. I wonder <laughs> if he's happy for Jim Carrey. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think probably just judging Jim Carrey the last few years, I feel like Damon Wayans probably has a healthier and happier life. But in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, when Jim Carrey was making $20 million a movie, I wonder if Damon Wayans was like, yeah, that should be me. But I did Blank Man instead of The Mask. But he probably wasn't even offered The Mask, so who knows? Maybe maybe I'll try and get Damon Wayans on the show. Oh, there you go. Nice. I was a yeah, go for it, man. <laughs> See what happens there. Um, XDQ004, it's our guy Derek. Finally, I keep missing these posts. Wake up. I have a what if. A lot of people have what ifs. There's a thread on them, Derek, but we'll, we'll take yours since it's in the mailbag. That's how these things work. What if, Corey, Joe Maurer 
picks college over the major leagues. Will Florida State have won a national championship in either football or baseball during his time on campus? Congrats to you and Stephanie as well. Go Knowles. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I have to do the uh, the time. So Joe Maurer was a – did he come in with Adrian McPherson? Weren't they in the same or same recruiting class? It was 2001. One, right? Let me check I think. here. I'm going to look it up. So um, I, it really doesn't matter, honestly. I, I know that I'm pretty sure Florida State didn't go to Omaha in any of the years that Maurer would have been in college. But – when you're when you're adding a Hall of Fame caliber catcher to your baseball program, you're probably going to win a few more games. And would, I would, what would have, what would Florida State what would they have been without Buster? Is that fair to think about what they would have been without Buster and what Joe Maurer kind of impact would have been for the baseball team? Yeah, without Buster, I, they would have not been anything either in those. Well, they still would have been – they would have been good. They just wouldn't have been – I mean, they only got to Omaha once and they went 0-2, but that certainly wasn't Buster's fault. Um, but I, I just – I think the I think the program as a whole was much healthier and much more talented. I could be wrong. From 0-1 to 0-3, which is when Maurer would have been there. Right. And I, I know they never make the Omaha those years, but when you add a number three hitter that would probably have hit – I don't know, man. If you hit 330 in the major leagues with a wood bat for your career – or 320, whatever he did. I assume that equates to, what, 450 in college with an aluminum bat? Um, so, you know, you got a 450 hitting catcher, a 400 hitting catcher that's one of the best defensive catchers in the country. I feel like that adds four or five wins, probably an extra two postseason wins. And I think maybe the t- – I know they had Stephen Drew on those teams. Maybe the talent around the, the talent around him would have been better. That Yeah, I think you could I, – I don't think it changes anything in football. Just because who knows how good Joe Maurer was. I know he was ranked high, but so was Ronald Curry back in the day. He didn't turn out to be a very good college football quarterback. Those are That's much more of a guesswork. We know what Joe Maurer was at baseball, and I think, yes, if he's on the team, you certainly have a much better chance of winning a national championship. Doesn't guarantee it, but you're, the team is much, much better. Yeah, um, he was USA Today High School Player of the Year in football in 2000, baseball in 2001. So yeah, I think it was a 2001 uh, tech would have been that recruiting class. Yeah, so, so he would have been a part of the uh, what two, 02 and 03 seasons for sure in baseball. And they needed a, a little push. They could have used a little push in 2000. In one of those years, they lost to Notre Dame in a super. And they won. They had won 60 games that year. Yeah, and they were 60. the number one team in the country. Now, yes. again, there's no guarantee you beat Notre Dame with Joe Maurer. And I love uh, – who was their catcher? Aaron Cheeseman? Does that sound right? <laughs> that does sound right. Look at you. Holy smokes. Um, I, I just think maybe it's a little bit of an upgrade. Aaron Cheeseman, nice hitter. Uh, I, I think it's an upgrade to put Joe Maurer in that spot. It may be enough of an upgrade that you don't lose to Notre Dame uh, in your own Super. And I think Texas, too. They would have played Texas in a Super that year, the one of his years, too. Tony Ritchie, I think, might have been the catcher that year. What well, was Cheeseman? Yeah, Ritchie was good. Not Joe Mauer. Cheeseman was a catcher as well, but he was a freshman in 2002. Okay, uh, so Ritchie maybe 03. was 03. a sophomore, yeah, yeah. Maybe 03, 04, somewhere in there. They, they, they all get confused. Long answer. I think you know for sure the baseball team has a much better chance because that was a Hall of Fame caliber uh, baseball player joining the program. No idea what he'd done in football. Clearly talented, but you know how they, there are a lot of five-star quarterback can't miss prospects that end up missing.
And then 2003, they lost in the Supers against Texas in Tallahassee. and they Which was nonsense. I can't believe they got paired up with those. Yesterday. It's not – again, it's 21 years ago. We don't need to relitigate it. Florida State was the number one seed in the country. And they had to play – you would think, okay, there's 16 teams. So the number one team would play the number 16 seed, whoever that might have been up being. No, they gave Florida State Texas, who was the nine seed – Borderline 8 should have probably been hosting their own Super Regional and had a uh, Houston Street and somebody else that was really good, too. And they lost uh, back-to-back games to end the season. And Stephen Drew got hurt and didn't play. Hmm. Oh, that's correct. Oh, and they had Eddie Mar- Martinez Esteve, too. You Eddie Martinez Esteve, that's right. Imagine yeah. Drew, that guy, and Joe Maurer. Holy crap. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to find out who that other player was that we don't know at the top of our heads from Texas. Cause I do remember that it was like Houston street was like their reliever too. That's a crazy. Yeah. He thing. was like their third baseman slash reliever or something. JP Howell. JP yeah, Howell. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Awesome. That was really a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks NCAA. Uh, tennis ump. Wake up. Congrats, Corey and Stephanie. That's right. Somebody congratulates Stephanie. She's the big winner. Uh, it has been a while since we had more players at the combine than Alabama. Do you yeah. think this trend will continue for the foreseeable future? Sure makes my life easier in Birmingham. Plus, I get to remind them that Alabama had more players enter the portal than we did, and most Bama fans are, are surprised to hear that. Thanks, as always, guys. Uh, yeah, since we that... last talked in detail about Alabama, sorry, Court, interrupt. Um, they've lost their offensive coordinator. They lost their offensive line coach. They both went to Seattle uh, to, yeah. to coach in the NFL with the Seahawks. So he is down, you know, his first choice at those important spots. And listen, wherever he's been, he's had Ryan Grubb as his OC and the offensive line coach was only to, in Washington. And all of his success was with Michael Penix as well. So we'll see how successful he can be without those two important pieces. Um, don't want to say that Alabama's done and on the mat, but it's just hard to imagine that Florida State's going to lose steam I just think they're going to continue to hit the portal, Corey. Florida State is. Yeah. And, I, and I think in, in that regard, like that means you're probably going to always have draft eligible guys that probably get invited to the combine because I don't they're not going to, you know, take a lot of chance on guys on the off, offensive linemen are probably kind of, you know, hit or miss in terms of where they'll go. But they're I I bet Roydell Williams will probably get invited to the combine. Yeah. Um, you know, I bet DJ Uwe Ungalale probably gets invited to the combine. So I I see Florida State continuing, maybe not having more than Alabama, but it'll, it'll it'll always be within like a one to two margin. It won't be a big gap as it had been previously under Saban, clearly. Yeah, I mean, I think you look at uh, – just look at this year coming up. Let's assume all the good juniors decide to go pro. Um, Azarie, Peyton, that's two. Um, you got to assume Malik Benson, if he has a good year, w- would test the waters probably. You mentioned DJ – and uh, Roydell Williams, so now you're up to five. And maybe let's throw Benson to the side. Let's say he's not a guarantee. What about Morlock then? So you have four. Morlock was my next one. You have five. You have at least three li- offensive linemen. I mean, when you've played 45 games at Flor- a place like Florida State, you were pro- if you're healthy at all, you're going to get a combine invite. So Rob Scott, Maurice Smith, Darius Washington, Jeremiah Byers, um, the kid from Florida, all those guys might be invited. In fact, I'd say there's a good chance all of them are. At least, let's say four of them are. Well, now you're up to, what, an eight, nine? Yeah. Shaheem Brown, Ventrell Cypress. Daryl Jackson. Daryl Jackson. He's... So now you're up to 12 again. Now, this is projecting. This this is not definite. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Like, 
the the kid from well, I don't know if the kid from West Virginia is, uh, but the kid from Oregon State is. Yes, yeah, I think he's a combine invite. Lola, yeah, yeah. So you you have a roster again that if the guys decide that that might be underselling it, we don't know, or it could be overselling it because they haven't played a game for Florida State. A lot of these guys, Terrence Ferguson, people like that. Uh, you know, there's a chance it's going to be another 12 or 13 again. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yes, because of the portal, it's different. Like when Georgia has 14 one year and 11 the year after that. Well, those 25 guys all played together for a season. Mm-hmm. Well, this one will be like 12 and 12. But only, what, out of those 24, how many played with each other? 16, 14, something, you know what I mean? Right. So it's not quite apples to apples, like what's going on at Alabama. But I, I could foresee, because of what they've done in the portal, the guys they got, that it could be another year this time next year where you're talking about double-figure Florida State guys at the Combine. And Alabama, look, man, it's no guarantee. As we just saw in Tallahassee for the last 20 years, it is no guarantee that something just keeps steaming right along. You just lost the best coach of all time, and you brought in a guy that was made his bones in the Dakotas. There's no guarantee. I know it's Alabama, but I, I've lived a long life. I've seen Alabama be pretty crappy for decades. It can happen. Uh, the SEC's tough, and if, you don't, if you're not recruiting and developing at a Saban level, you can be left behind or at least left in the middle. And Alabama, that's, a, that's certainly a distinct possibility with Alabama. It is not um, – you know, some Fortune 500 company where you just put another CEO and it just keeps steaming right along, man. They they have uh, – th- there's there's question whether they can get back anywhere close to where they've been because where they've been has been the best run, in my opinion, in college football history. So, yeah, yeah just, I could see that. And just think about, like, the geography of it all. Right? I mean, Kirby in, in, in Georgia is always yeah. going to be able to pull guys away from Alabama. Hugh Freeze – for whatever he lacks, maybe in moral turpitude, he still is able to recruit fairly well. Texas now being in the SEC. As long, uh, look, I'm not going to have you sit here and besmirch Hugh Freeze right. just because he was calling prostitutes on the road. All right, I'm not going to have you do it. I shouldn't be throwing stones in this exactly class house right. of mine. Now right. I know he pretended to be something that he wasn't clearly, right. but still, my man's calling prostitutes on the work phone. Oh. Hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, Sark probably playing for Texas sounds really cool, too. Again, well, don't forget LSU now. LSU is yeah. always a threat. It's hard to go in there and get players. Yeah, so uh, good luck, Kalen. I like you. But, yeah, it seems like you got a uphill battle ahead of you there, champ. Well, it doesn't help that the pan the Florida State is good again. Yeah. Like, the panhandle isn't automatic Alabama anymore. Like, there's uh, – again, he, yes, he's he's surrounded all, on all sides again by capable, good-to-great programs. Mm-hmm. Well, let's read this one. Uh, Bourbon is your friend. It's Dave in Bardstown. Uh, Corey, congrats on the upcoming nuptials. Here's some unconventional marriage advice. It's okay to go to bed angry. Mm. Being tired and angry is no condition to settle an argument. When you wake up the next day, there's a greater than 50% chance you won't even remember or care what you were mad about. In fact, it's so effective, Melissa makes it part of her nightly routine. (laughs) Well done. Well done. Since we're on the subject of love, if the Big Ten and SEC commissioners are bedfellows together, does that qualify as sanky panky? Aslan, if vitamin energy is energy with benefits, is that like friends with benefits? And finally, do Corey and Jeff really want a repeat of the malice at the palace, or are you just advising students to not be a sucker at the tucker? So on headline, always, always a pleasure, Dave. Uh, 
so on headlines, we were talking about the Filipowski thing. By the way, he played on Wednesday night. Somehow he shockingly he, he, he was able to recover from that devastating blow he took from the 140 pound weight kid. Um, but we were basically saying, like, look, that's got. I, I have no problem, especially in a scene like that where they are charging. Dozens of these kids are charging full speed, like as if they don't see people in front of them. If you just start clotheslining them, like you're 6'10", yeah. 250. Yeah. They, they are getting what they deserve if they get clotheslined. If they come up and bump you or talk smack to you, go ahead and push them down or punch them in the stomach. I don't care. You're, they're invading your, pay, your space. And you, might, you do feel threatened. Clearly he did because all the walk-ons performed a, a, a cocoon ritual to, to get him off the court. So he clearly, as he limped, as he limped back to the locker room. So, yes, we don't, we don't necessarily uh, – we're not advocating for violence – but we also would not give we would not give Filipowski any grief if he just hauled off and started swinging, because at some point you have to like you wouldn't do that in a mall, right? You wouldn't just a hundred kids just start charging as fast as they could in front of to towards people, and not have some repercussions, like either the guys that are you're charging at are running in the opposite direction, or they decide to start throwing haymakers to protect themselves. So it's gonna happen, which is fine, but you know. As we said, we don't we don't have a problem with court storming, but uh, we we you know the guy that threw the beer at Ron Artest, <laughs> I can promise you has never thrown another beer at Ron Artest. <laughs> I go ahead and promise you that. Oh man, Vitamin Energy, VitaminEnergy.com. Uh, you can go to the website. You want to go to the website because the promo code Warchamp Bogo resides there, and you get an item of equal or lesser value for absolutely free when you do use the aforementioned discount promo code it's also available at retailers across this great country of ours pilot the flying j circle k casey's ta sunoco town pump shout out montana mapco united pacific and many more shoot the sun stop i think in um college town allegedly has some of these things also available online at amazon prime walmart and gnc stuff's legit it's been reported on in yahoo news bevnet bloomberg us, we, I almost said U.S. Weekly, Us Weekly, and Business Insider. All the Vitamin Energy benefits are all packed in one convenient shot. So give it a shot. Go to vitaminenergy.com, use the promo code WARCHAMPBOGO, that's WARCHAMP, B-O-G-O, buy one, get one free. Remember, it is literally clinically tested, clinically proven. Shake it and take it. Energy with benefits. Vitaminenergy.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Volunteer here, NYC Knoll says, uh, with Corey away next week, I'm available to fill in co-host Just Say When. 
Mm. Our guy Mark in Naples also says he will help out if need be. So oh, that's nice. Those are people. Uh, they care about the show. Yeah, maybe we'll figure out some. Maybe we can just we'll interview those. I'll interview the interview those guys. Oh, there you to, go. You know, like what's nice. it like being a Florida State guy growing up in or living in, in New York City? What's it like to get to listen to Wake Up War Chant almost every day? Just ask them that because we don't get to live that life, Aslan. It reminds me of uh, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd was talking about um, when they made Dark Side of the Moon and he felt uh, envious of all the kids laying in their bedrooms with the headphones on listening to it for the first time. You know, because he had painstakingly gone through it with Roger Waters and made this great album and then just released it to the world. And the first time those 20-year-olds just had their minds blown with their head, you know, those 70, 1974 headphones that you'd wear and oh, plug yeah. into a stereo. Yeah. And I feel like people pro- – I, I feel the same way about people get they get to listen to this podcast. Like, we're making it, right? We're making the know. sausage. We don't get to enjoy it. So ask them what it's like to get to enjoy Wake Up War Chant. All right. Uh, also, speaking of Wake Up War Chant, uh, John D181 on, on YouTube, which uh, this is a subscriber show driven, but it's all right. Uh, we love everybody. Wake up, question mark. He commented on our podcast the other day. I listen to these videos uh, to go to sleep, not because it's boring, but the voices are soothing mm. and the topics distract me enough from life's problems. And then it's lights out. LOL. All right. There you go. That's cool. Why don't you do an episode next week where it's one? It's just what is it called? ASMR, I just, AMSR. I just whisper into the microphone. Yeah. Like this. You like talking about Florida State sports? Yeah. How's that sound? Yeah. Spider. Yeah, I think Spider Y two banana. Mike Norvell's offense is amazing. I think TJ is going to throw for more yards than Jordan Travis next year because oh. they're going to he's he's going to be able to push the ball downfield a little bit more. Oh, all right. All right. Hey, I, I like that. I, I was, was kind of hot. I I, I'm, I don't dislike it. <laughs> okay. You. Yeah, okay, good. Um, Let's see here. I thought I had these all written down fairly well. Um, All right, let's get to the uh, – let's get to the – let's get to some of these conference questions before we go on the big finale with all the awesome uh, wedding-related ones. Uh, FLS Knoll, congrats, Corey. Thank you. Regarding conference realignment, few things seem to be generally assumed. One – the SEC does not appear to have interest except defensively to keep the Big Ten out of Florida. Hmm. Two, the SEC has more interest in North Carolina, Clemson, possibly Virginia, which implies they are worth the $80 million revenue share, but FSU is not. How is that possible that those ACC schools would have more value than FSU? And if they do, how can the ACC be considered such a crappy low-value conference? This makes no sense to me. Yeah, me either. Quite honestly, uh, look, I know North Carolina. They, they want to get into different states, and I don't. I don't. I, I think Cle- I think you're wrong with Clemson. I think yeah, Clemson yeah, is in the same yeah. position Florida State is in. They already have South Carolina. They already have a state school. Now, South Carolina and Clemson are not nearly as close as Florida State and Florida are in fandom and and I assume revenue, right? Like Clemson is the big dog in that state, but they still have a state school in the in South Carolina. I've always thought this was uh, foolish. And I think I've been proven right. Like, you know, the ACC went and got Syracuse because they thought it would help them in TV ratings in New York. It won't. Didn't. Nobody cares. Same thing in Massachusetts with Boston. Same thing for the Big Ten with Rutgers. Like, just getting in those markets doesn't mean Jack, in my opinion, doesn't mean Jack squat. But again, maybe it's about just the households, the number of households. Like, I, So I can see it from a Rutgers point of view because you're in New York City. Same Syracuse, I guess, to a lesser extent, but you get into those households. But clearly Syracuse wasn't a, a cash windfall. 
So I don't know exactly what they'd be expecting from Virginia. That's not it's not a huge state. Florida clearly has many, many more people. Florida State has, I don't know, exponentially more football fans than Virginia does. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know why in the world they would why in the world would Alabama slice up their pie or Georgia have their pie get sliced up to give a piece to Virginia? who's done nothing in the sport ever except upset Florida State on a Thursday night 29 years ago. That's their claim to fame. In the, in the entirety of, our, uh, of, of my lifetime, that's what Virginia is known for, is beating Florida State on a Thursday night 29 years ago. Same thing with North Carolina. I, I, look, North Carolina has more fans. You probably get a little more revenue bump with them than you would Virginia, but they're not adding anything to the conference. So. Well, it's a basketball, good but yeah, we're all everything's football centric. Yeah, that's what when I'm talking, I'm always yeah. talking about uh, with football because yeah, Carolina and don't forget women's lacrosse now. Mm. They mm. are a juggernaut. They are a dynasty. Yeah. Armchair Osceola, wake up! It's November 2026. Florida State University is playing the mighty Hawkeyes in Iowa City, Iowa. Mm. Corey has just emerged from a small regional plane, which provided a bumpy ride. Due to its size and the weather, it's balmy outside, 37 degrees. Flecks of snow paint the gray afternoon skies, and there have been a combined 297 total yards as FSU clings to their small but consistent 10-point lead halfway through the fourth quarter. Iowa just ran the ball on third and 12. They're looking to punt for the seventh time today. Given that this is your ideal scenario for a Big Ten rivalry, what would be your second favorite away game should FSU make the leap to join this powerhouse contingent. Some of mine would include, Armchair Osceola adds, Whiteout in Happy Valley, mm. playing Washington in Seattle, UCLA, parenthetically he puts obvious reasons, Purdue, because we all know how lovely West Lafayette can be yes. late in the fall. On second thought, maybe I'm ready to reconcile with ESPN and see if we can't jump aboard the Death Star, that being the SEC. Congrats to your uh, impending nuptials, Corey. Genuinely excited for you guys. Uh, you're great too, Aslan. Bring back Tinder Tuesdays. Yeah, make that make that happen, Aslan. Okay. We got to get you married. I know. We're not going to do it if you don't bring back Tinder Tuesdays. Um, yeah, man. I yes, it's look. We all want to be in the SEC. That's where Florida State. That's where the 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 most desired landing spot is. Is it a reality? I don't know. The Big Ten is a very very nice consolation prize, and it keeps you nationally relevant, which is the most important thing anyway. Um, but yes, we would all, I, I do not, um, look forward to being in Des Moines. Is it Des Moines? Is that where Iowa is, right? Iowa city, Iowa, Iowa city. city. That's right. Yeah. And Ames is Iowa state. I don't want to be in Iowa city on a November watching, just watching a football game in that same though. They're what they do at, is it the end of the first quarter into the third quarter when they, they wave at all the kids in the children's hospital. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be really neat. And when you get to go see the Caitlin Clark statue, Hmm. That'd be fun. But other than that, there's no need to go watch a game in Iowa City unless absolutely – unless you have to. You know, a game in Lincoln would be cool. Yep. Michigan, the big house. Yeah. The horseshoe. The whiteout at Penn State would be neat. I think Camp Randall for Wisconsin. I mean, they got – Jumping around, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, there's some – it's a – if Florida State was in the Big Ten in Clemson – I don't know. I keep saying that. Clemson. Stay in the ACC. I don't care. Yeah. If Florida State's in the Big Ten, this current incarnation of Florida State, you're talking about – you know, very close to the SEC as a conference power, and it, with con with real conference, uh, you know, that, uh, 
probably four teams in the playoffs every year, real chances to win the national championship. Um, so, yes, let's hope. Let's hope it's one of those two conferences, everyone. But, yes, we're all rooting for the uh, the one that's a lot closer to home. I mean, I know it's almost March. So, like, in that vein, though, would, would any Big Ten football experience be a one seed? I think, I mean, it, if you know, you're like okay Saturday with flying. Night, Saturday night in Baton Rouge is maybe one, you know. Um, you know, maybe seeing the power T and 110,000 people in Neyland. Although I guess the big house can maybe uh, I think jump the big that house. One. I think uh, I think Washington Saturday afternoon in Seattle okay. with the boats and everything. Yeah. I think that's close. Sailgating is what they call it. Oh, is that yeah? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. Awesome, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are. I think Penn State that could uh, out at Penn yeah, State is be. probably again. No, I don't think it's as cool as. But I'm also a Southern kid, so nothing's going to be to me as cool as is uh, playing the spirit joke. A Saturday night in, in Tiger Stadium, the other Death Valley, Clemson. Um, you know, Alabama, I think that's okay. No, there's nothing special. I mean, Auburn's, the Grove program, is cool. It is. You know, obviously. It is. Um, Tennessee, they have that Vol Army the, or the Vol Navy because they have their river right up against the stadium too. So, yeah. no, the SEC is – it's much – it's more desirable. But the Big Ten, again, they have some the, – the, when you're throwing in Oregon and Washington and USC and UCLA into the mix, it's a pretty – Pretty fun conference. Yeah. All right, let's uh, pivot to some more of the uh, – these are all great. Uh, Dalvinism, congrats on the big wedding. To say on theme, which current or former FSU head coach would make the best and worst wedding officiant? Hmm. Yeah, good question. Uh... 11 would have been the best. He's been so, you know, I mean, Bobby's, you know, Bobby's probably, eh, you know, I don't know, him and, him and Bobby can like arm wrestle for it up in Heaven's Gates there for the, uh, the honor of best. Worst, like, I, I just, me, I just don't think, I don't think Meat's got a lot of love in his, in his words, you know, he's very businesslike, you know, uh, people might say Jimbo because he, he speaks so fast, people might not even understand what he's saying, but there's some kind of, there's some charming thing about the little tuft of island hair on Jimbo's head as it's beating up with sweat and he's trying to bring together, uh, two souls into one. Mm. Uh, so uh, probably. Uh, I would say for my one. for my specific wedding, it would be Norvell as the worst. Oh, yeah. Because all she'd be doing is staring at him. Right. Not even looking at me. And she'd want it like, OK, now you may kiss the bride. And she starts walking towards him. Right. Uh, plus, he'd be a little too loud, I think. <laughs> a little too, oh, good a afternoon, little, everybody. Yeah. How, how is everyone? Yeah, we don't. Uh, I, I want to dial it down a little bit, Mike. This is our time to shine. You kind of you got to stand in the background a little bit and just you know read what we tell you to read. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be so over the top. But uh, and look again, that implies that Norvell is faking it. That's just who he is. That is. And you can't get him to dial it down. So that's why he wasn't invited to be the efficient. Uh, Polk County Knoll, great content, guys. Y'all are my ride to work material every day. Congrats, Corey. Fire up Tinder as long. Love you both. Mm. Um, Hey man, it's see, give the it's people the, what they want. It's the eternal flame, man. It's it's up there with the uh, tomb of the unknown soldier. That thing has never gone out. Um, okay, just, good. Just not a lot. What's the last Tinder date you had? <sighs> um, I mean, I went out this past weekend. I went out with someone who actually went out with like a few years ago, and she moved back here. Um, but yeah, you know, we're friendly. You know, it's it was it was congenial or whatever. Um, Pivot, Mark, M. Adam, C. Z. Mm. 
Mark in Naples. Wake up. Woke up this morning to see that both basketball and baseball had solid wins the other night. Leonard fighting hard to put a good product on the hardwood. Have to respect that. Link has upgraded the roster big time. Football rolling, of course. Lots of motivation for Mike's team to destroy everything in its path, starting in Dublin. Great time to be a Knoll. Aslan, in honor of Corey's big week, what's your favorite Clarkism? Mine is Heaven's the Betsy. I find myself saying it from time to time when something surprises me. Corey and Stephanie will have their first dance as a married couple. That will be beautiful, but there is a next song. Let's say Stephanie gracefully exits. Corey is solo on the dance floor for a song. Gets to display his moves for the guests. What song? Um, it says, what song would pick, comma, Aslan? So mm. I was asking what song I would pick or what song yeah, you would pick, I think Corey? what song you would pick for me to dance to. Um, I don't know, James Brown? Get oh, on there up. you go. The one from Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, Living in America. We do that one, too. <laughs> uh, what's my favorite Clarkism? Uh, there's so many to choose from. Mm, yeah, it's I just tough. I just like throw, just throwing bodies at it. I, or just you're always about throwing throwing bodies at problems to find yeah. solutions. So that's yep. like I've become a volume shooter in all uh, obstacles that come forth in my life. I'm just like, let me just throw some more money at it. Let me just throw some more uh, thought into it. And then it usually works out. Uh, heaven's Recruit the best six you know. quarterbacks. <laughs> One of them's going to be able to play. And the other five will be in the portal in a few months anyway. Uh, and also you're allowed to, you know, you're, you're Oh yeah. yeah. You're, you're allowed to be, you're allowed to make a great throw and catch, you know, yeah. on third and 12, you don't have to settle for the punt. You're allowed to, to make a play. So there you go. That's a good one. That's an old, old, oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we also have here. We got plenty more. Um, Jaronol, fifteen eighteen. Corey, even though you are not having a traditional wedding party, which four Florida State coaches from all time, any sport, head coach or assistant, would you nominate as groomsmen mm. for Saturday? Huh. So that implies like my relationships with them, I guess, or just like who it'd be cool to have there. I mean, uh, either I, or, really, you know. Uh, I would say, let's see, Bill Peterson seems like he'd be a lot of fun from way back in the 60s. He just said a lot of crazy stuff. Um, hmm. Huh. Leonard would just look good, man. Leonard would just look clean. I figured he'd, he'd wear – he hasn't worn a suit in a long time. Let's get the Leonard back in The thing about Leonard, suit. though, is I, I, would, I wouldn't feel comfortable, like, getting loose mm. in front of Leonard. He would, like yeah, it'd be like it'd be like a a, a dad type figure. Yeah. Not that he's a father figure of mine, but just like yeah. I wouldn't want to disappoint him. It it would seem like beneath him. Some of the stuff that's going to happen on Saturday, Leonard Hamilton. It would be beneath Leonard Hamilton to be there to watch it. So I can't, I can't say him. Um, that kind of eliminates most. All, now I got now if I do say someone, they're going to be like, oh, but what that would Chip, be beneath him. Chip Baker. Yeah, Chip's a good one. Uh, I was thinking baseball. Uh, or football. You know what? Adam Fuller. Okay. All right. Yeah. Don't you think he, cause he's chill. Yeah. He's kind of relaxed, but he can go with a joke. He smiles. He's, he, he, he laughs. He's, he's fun. I'll say him and, uh, uh, you know, uh, smag. Okay. Does he count? <laughs> See, I guess he was never a coach at Florida state. He was, he's a quality control at Texas A&M. Let me, I'll get back to you on that. I can come up with a list, but right now it's, I'm, I'm struggling. Sue. Sue was fun, and so was Lonnie. Do they have? Uh, do Ooh. they have to be dudes? Well, it's a groomsman. I um, did say groomsman. Yeah, twenty twenty four though, so who knows? That's true. Um, good list, Corey. Good list. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, lists also available over at mybookie.ag. Uh, use the promo code WarChant. Get an instant cash deposit bonus. I pointed this out on 
uh, last night's read, Corey, uh, that I did before we reconvened to do the rest of the show after the games got done. But DJ was was plus twenty nine hundred to win the Heisman. He's now plus thirty one hundred. What happened? I don't know. I'm maybe. All the listeners started putting money on DJ. That's probably it. And so they had to bump it up. Yeah. Well, no, that would make it go down. Yeah. Cam Ward was plus 2,400. He's now plus 2,200. So he took DJ's mojo a little bit. I guess the ACC. Kate Klubnick is at plus 3,400. That would be a surprise. Yeah. Carson Beck and Quinn Ewers, they're still tied. They were plus 910. They're now at plus 890. Dylan Gabriel's third. Jalen Milrow, fourth. Crazy stuff. Uh, win the national title. It's still Georgia plus 325. Florida State plus 2,000. Um, kind of crazy. I think like these are kind of the numbers that were around Florida State last year. And I felt exponentially better about Florida State last year than I do right now. So can't wait for spring to start. We should mention that after I'm done with the read. MyBookie.ag promo code is WARCHAMP. Promo requires $50 minimum deposit and rollover requirement of one-time or deposit total, including your bonus for withdrawal. For full terms and conditions, visit MyBookie.ag slash about-us. Yeah, real quick on football. So March 7th, Corey, uh, tour of duty's open. Mm. So you won't be there, but the rest of us will be there. So everybody, uh, mark that down on your calendar. Video, we usually get to interview Norvell and, and Josh Storms afterwards. Uh, but we'll, uh, we got Matt there. So I, I might give Matt a camera as well. And okay. we'll just, we'll absolutely just blanket the entire, every square inch of the IPF to get all the footage of every single player uh, going through uh, the drills and things like that. So shirtless, yeah. sweaty, right? Probably yeah. next Thursday, it's open to the media. Uh, first spring practice is Tuesday, March 19th. Get excited, everybody. And then Pro Day is the 22nd. So put those on your calendar. Um, Those will be fun shows. We'll be able to look at stuff and talk about it. Um, And we'll get you some combine stuff next week, too, probably, in in the middle of an interview. But we'll let Corey take a day off. I need a day off, too, probably, as well. All right, last couple ones here. Island Chief, Corey. What about Brian Pinsky? Our Kerkorian. Pinsky seemed like a fun dude. He's that was awesome, man. I, yeah. I I spoke so clumsily when I said that it was Corey's idea, and I was like, eh. I mean, my thing is, I just I know the people that are listening to the show. Like, I, I know we're you know we all love football. We we Florida State is obviously the the big arching theme, but it's it's Florida State football. I'm like, I don't know how many people want to listen to us interview a soccer coach, but I think we're cognizant of that stuff, Corey, that we're not going to sit here and talk about, you know, hey, like, have you thought about going to a 3-5-2 or like a 4-4-2? Like, why do you want to put your winger so far off wide to the side? Uh, but, you know, it was you know, more Aren't about you missing, Wouldn't it be a 3-5-3? No. Uh, it's your starting 11. Oh, yeah, so you got the keeper and then the 10. Okay. Yeah. You could tell we're soccer, at least I am as a soccer aficionado. Yeah, he's a son of the South there. Um, immigrant child over here. But, right. like, you know, it's it was just about life, making a big decision, like what motivates you to do that? What is it like uh, stepping into yeah. uh, those expectations and stuff? So, yeah, big fan of Brian Pensky. So I, I hope no one thought that I was like, oh, you know, I don't want him on my on our podcast. Plus, the beauty not. is if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. <laughs> right. That's the beauty. You could be like, oh, they're starting a 30-minute interview with a soccer coach. No, thanks. And you just move on with your day. 
But hopefully a lot of you did listen to it because I thought it was very, like we said uh, yesterday, it was a, he was a very insightful. So really good interview. Yeah, no, we got uh, good. We got good positive feedback. Uh, Bimshore, who's been around for a long time on the boards, uh, even back to the old network. Love the Brian Penske interview. Can you imagine Jordan Dudley on the basketball team with Latson and Timpson? Wow. Yeah, I don't know because I've never seen her play basketball. Apparently, she was good, but uh, you know, I, I, when she when he said that, I'm like, man, has there ever been a two sport in our lifetimes like a two sport female star? Like, I can't uh, think of one. I'm sure there has been. I can't think of one. Babes, Babes, Aharius, or whatever. That's yeah, in the back in the fifties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like there. I don't just I don't remember one ever. I'm sure there again. I'm sure there has been. But it, how cool would it be if right now she was playing for an NCAA tournament basketball team, and then when that's over, she trains for soccer and then go wins a national championship in soccer? Well, that's crazy. And apparently she was good enough to do both, but as as uh, Coach Pinsky said, like her future is in soccer, and she might be um, very, very rich. Well, rich. I know they don't pay women like they pay men, but she'll be rich in soccer here soon if she was going to be the number one pick in the draft even after her freshman year. Uh, my quick internet skills have failed me. I've not been able to find anyone else um, of recent vintage uh, to uh, Elise Perry, Australian sportswoman, uh, cricket and soccer at age of 16, uh, currently playing cricket and soccer, apparently. Yeah, uh, but I'm talking about like a right. college. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Could have been you, Jordan. Could have been you. Yeah. Um, I wonder why that is. Like Florida State, th- those. It's, it's weird, right? Like you could be good at basketball and softball. And those and are I two sports you could – Actually, no, you couldn't pull it off, really. Yeah, they're you? playing at the same time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anywho, Island Chief, wake up, Corey. By the way, thanks, Coach Pensky. Uh, wake up, Corey. Hope you have a great weekend with your family and friends. That you and Stephanie have a wonderful wedding that leads to a marriage filled with love and happiness. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. That said, <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Literally, it's awesome. Um, what sporting aphor- aphorism is that a word or adage? I know that word. What sporting adage will you take into Saturday's wedding and beyond, Corey? Cheers. So I guess he's thinking like one day at a time. <laughs> right. Control yeah. what you can control. Yeah. Hold uh, the rope. One team, one heartbeat. <laughs> row, yeah, row the boat. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, yeah. Uh, what was the one? Let's just uh, look into her eyes like, babe, babe. One team, one heartbeat. Go Tigers. Let's roll. Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that the oh, Florida no. State from oh, 2003 or whatever? 2002, <laughs> no, 2002 man. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. That wasn't a bad, great time there. Um, I would probably one of the, like, you know, I guess, I don't know, one day at a time. Or, or trust the process. <laughs> like, don't get bogged down in what it's, you know, just every enjoy every day. How about that? Enjoy every day. That's not Take a sporting adage, though. You're right. One day at a time. Okay. That's a good one, right? Yeah, or control what you can control. Let's play two. <laughs> let's get let's get married twice. I I would uh, yeah I would say uh, right now I'm leaning towards control what you can control. But again, let me think about that one a little bit too. It's a good question. Uh, no attitude of domination in the in the new, no, in the new reform Clark household. Okay, make them quit. <laughs> um, it, Saban had one when they lost to Clemson, and that was uh, don't waste the failure. Okay, so again, that that applies to my last marriage, I guess. What I could take it? that. I could take that into this one. Yeah. Well, you know, well, any, hey, lessons learned from the last one. Well, anything? Yeah. Sorry. No, no, I got it. That's what. It's a good. It's a good one. It's a good one to uh, 
to hold on to. We have navigated all these questions. I think I've gotten to every single one of them except for the final one. So I'm just making a final scroll through here just so everybody knows that we do read the questions and we appreciate all of it uh, for real, sincerely. The Walking Nolan one, Corey, will your wedding have a chocolate fountain that would rival Golden Corral? Aslan, how much would I need to donate to get you to live stream this thing? Thanks yeah. for all you both do. Congrats, Corey. Yeah, what is what is the media policy? Or is this going to be like hanging out, partying with Jeter, like all the phones and keys going to? Yeah, a, it's like going to see a comedian on the. You got to put your cell phones in a bag, and yeah. you'll get it at the end. No, in fact, we didn't hire a videographer, so I think we're going to make an announcement like, "Hey, everybody, use your cell phones as much as possible, and send us the video." Oh, we'll, right. Maybe we can edit our own wedding video because uh, we didn't hire a videographer. So yeah, I, Aslan, if you want to live stream it, that would be great. Um, we don't have a chocolate fountain, but we will have a queso fountain. Okay. Well, yeah, fondue's that? both, right? I guess like fondue, there is cheese and chocolate. Yeah, but this is a straight up, it's like an eight foot fountain of queso. <laughs> it's not eight feet, is it? It is. I've seen the picture <laughs> of it. It's taller than a human being. <laughs> Incredible. It, it cascades down with the <laughs> chips around and everything. Yeah. Cause we're having like a taco bar. Right. That's one of the food things. So we, we, okay. we threw the queso fountain in there as well. And, uh, uh, a cake made up of uh, donuts. Oh, awesome. All right. I'm stoked. Yeah, I this think- isn't a normal wedding, man. I'm trying to get that. We had a buddy that asked, like, man, I heard this thing is going to be really fancy. He texted me. He's like, do I have to wear a suit and tie to the wedding? And I'm like, well, man, you can dress like you're going to a nice restaurant, but it's not fancy. We have a donut, a donut cake and a queso fountain. <laughs> so we're fine. We're fine. And once y'all see what the first dance is, uh, you'll understand the tone of this wedding. That doesn't sound like a, a Big Ten wedding, you know, donut cake right. and, and, and yeah, you're right. Case of that, yeah. you know, so that's not Northwestern grads don't do that. No, you know what I mean. Michigan got Michigan grads don't do that stuff. This is like a, it's kind of like a Mississippi State wedding, <laughs> without shotguns, I guess, and and coon hey. hounds. Hey, 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 yeah. Don't they have Don't they have dogs out there hunting? They hunting pheasants and stuff. We're not gonna be doing that. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's gonna be a Mississippi State style wedding. <laughs> I was going to ask, obviously, it's it's Stephanie's idea, but uh, I was going to ask whose idea it was for the donut cake. Because I don't know. Listen, I've never done the wedding thing, but I've been to weddings. I've been to a lot of them. And, like, you know, the cake is, like, such an iconic part of the entire festivity, right? Yeah. And they're never good. Never, ever. So ever. What, what her thought was is anytime I go to a party, I'll bring a box of Krispy, Krispy Kreme donuts. Uh, because they all they're always eaten. People always enjoy them. So it kind of... It kind of became my staple. Is I'm just bringing donuts. It's a New Year's Eve party. It's a baby shower. Right. It's whatever it is. I'm bringing donuts, mm. and people always eat them because they love donuts. And so her thought was, in honor of that, to pay homage to that, Aww. we would just have a cake made of Krispy Kreme donuts with boxes of donuts underneath. Okay. So yeah, so she yeah, it was her idea, but on the back of what I've been doing uh, for years. All right. But yeah, you you gotta have a different kind of woman. The right one for me for sure. That is not only willing to have a queso fountain or a donut cake, but is genuinely excited about it. She also has a Mio tasting bar. Oh, gosh. Where she's written out little uh, descriptions of the Mio's. Like, this is a this provides a bountiful flavor in your... Like, she did it like a wine. She's nice. she's out of control. She's uh. out of control, but in a great way. What's it, What is... Is there going to be anything that we will experience, the, the few, the proud that are able to attend this wedding on Saturday, that will be like... That was totally Corey's thing. Like, what did you have an ask? Was there like anything that like you needed to have on yes. this special day? Uh, the vows you'll probably be able to tell. Uh, the first dance you definitely will. Okay. And then 
maybe the first dance was is the thing that I would say that to, that that would be that's something that will you you'll know that. But the, again, the beauty of Stephanie is when I told her my idea for the first dance, and again, it's not it's not one of those where we went and practiced the evolution of dance on YouTube <laughs> for for uh, you know an hour a week for the last seven months. But uh, the fact that she not only was okay with with my idea, but like genuinely loved it. Like couldn't wait to see it and do it, uh, is uh is why she's the one, is why she's the one because she she didn't re- she wasn't repelled about it she was full steam ahead with when I told her the idea. I really hope Lou Bega is there to perform Mambo Number no. Five live. <laughs> well, I, I don't want I don't want to hear it taped. I just want to hear it live. No, it's the Marching Chiefs, <laughs> all four hundred of them. Oh, awesome. Can't wait. All right. That's a wrap for us this week, everybody. We'll have a a show or two for you next week uh, to buy time over. We definitely will have some sort of wrap up after the observation day of a tour of duty might have, maybe we'll have Matt on, maybe we'll give one out for the youth. Maybe we'll have Ira on. We'll we'll figure it all out. So uh, stay connected. Just subscribe, everybody subscribe. You should have Ira on to uh, talk about the wedding. Yeah, we'll do that too. The observations from the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Subscribe. Thumbs up. Five-star rating review. He's Corey. I'm Aslan. Thanks for listening to Wake Up Board Champ presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill.